Welcome to the Homeschool Show, dedicated to viewing home education and all aspects of life through the prism of God's Word. Thousands of families are experiencing the educational freedoms and challenges of teaching their own children at home. Now here's your host, veteran teacher, homeschooling dad, author, speaker, award-winning film producer, and president of Piedmont Education Services, Greg Munger. Well, welcome today. I'm glad you're with us. I'm Greg Munger, your host here on The Homeschool Show, where we talk about home education and along the way, look at all of life through the prism of God's Word. Don't forget, if you ever want to contact us, listen to our previous shows, or ask a question, you can do so on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. We're talking today with Mike Donnelly from the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. Mike, welcome to the show. Good to be with you, Greg. Thank you. You're welcome. We're talking about home education across America particular, uh, what's it like all across the country? Is it legal in all 50 states? Uh, What are some possible challenges? And are there any major issues facing parents in the U.S. today? And as as a staff attorney for member affairs and director of international relations, you can probably speak to all of those. Um, But first, I wanted to ask you, are you homeschooling and how is homeschooling working for you? Well, I certainly am. My wife and I have seven children and we are homeschooling them, have been homeschooling them from the beginning. And uh, we're very grateful that God has blessed us with them. My oldest is 13, and Wonderful. my, my uh, youngest is two months old. Oh, great. Yeah, and so we're a very busy family, um, but we enjoy it very much. It's a, it's a great, uh, it's a wonderful experience. And now that you're uh, uh, with the HSLDA, uh, what do your uh, duties entail, besides talking on the telephone uh, on the radio show with us today? <laughs> Well, uh, as a staff attorney for Member Affairs, I oversee um, Member Affairs in 11 states. So I'm responsible for dealing with contacts with our almost 12 or 13,000 of our members. And uh, also, as Director for International Relations, I work with our members who are international, as well as uh, supporting uh, persecuted homeschoolers across the world. Mm -hmm. You know, homeschooling is a growing global movement, and uh, there are a lot of other countries where homeschooling is not looked upon with as much favor as it is here currently in the United States. Of course, here in the United States, it has not always been looked upon favorably by the government. And, uh, you know, 35 years ago, it was not uh, legal in most states to actually homeschool your children. And that uh, has changed uh, largely through um, concerned parents and, of course, HSLDA's activity. Uh, Tell us about some of the things that HSLDA HSLDA does uh, uh, to support homeschoolers. Well, uh, since 1983, we have been serving homeschooling families and in the beginning, of course, the major fight was just to get homeschooling legal. Right. In, some, in some states, it was court cases where we went in and represented families and won court cases. Sometimes it took us a long time to win court cases. In other states, we would go in and we would coordinate with the local state organizations and lobby the legislators, um, work with them to draft laws that were favorable. It was difficult to do that in those days. Uh, but, you know, by God's grace and by the work of thousands of parents as the homeschooling movement just grew so quickly, so large uh, through the 80s and into the 90s, uh, you know, we were able to uh, see homeschooling go from being legal in only about five states to now being legal in all 50 states all across uh, America, where the homeschooling movement now is uh, about 2 million children strong uh, and growing still at a pretty respectable pace. Do most of the states have uh, favorable laws? I know they differ in many respects, but since you're a member of affairs in 11 different states, how do those different states compare? Well, there, is, there are comparisons. Uh, we rank uh, the states 
based on the regulation. And if you go to our website at hslda.org, mm-hmm. you can find our state laws map, which shows how each state ranks uh, either red for highly regulated, yellow for moderately uh, regulated, orange for a little bit more regulated, and green for very little regulation. There are only about 10 green states in the country where you don't have to do anything or tell anyone anything about what you're doing. In in other states, you have to give the no- a notice of some kind just to tell the authorities that you're homeschooling. In some cases, that's annual. In some cases, it's one time. In other states, with a little bit more regulation, you actually send in a notice as well as do some kind of an assessment at the end of the year yes. or every other year or however the law requires, some test or a portfolio review. And then uh, in the red states, you actually have to get approval or there's some other things going on that make that, that state highly regulated, in our opinion. So then the outlook for home education uh, looks pretty good across the country. Well, it is. Uh, we're pleased. We're pleased by what we see right now, and we're we're looking at ways that we can actually increase freedom for homeschoolers. We're working in a number of states right now. For me personally, I'm working very hard in the state of New Hampshire and the state of Minnesota, both moderately regulated states, to move those states into a a freer category. Uh, and uh, you know, New Hampshire, it's going well. Minnesota as well, and it takes it takes effort, but we're looking at other at, at, at moving regulations in the right direction in those states. However. In other states, not so. Oh. Here in West Virginia, uh, and well, in West Virginia and in Illinois, legislators have put forth proposals that would increase regulation on homeschoolers. And so, you know, it depends on which year it is and what legislature you've got. <laughs> but there are always people who are looking to either put a kibosh on homeschooling or try to nibble around the edges and put more regulations on. And we're standing to um, put ourselves between those those people and our, our members. Well, I noticed something else that. Uh HSLDA does is to uh, instigate some types of research to show and give support in these legal battles and so on. Uh, can you talk about some of those types of uh, research things that you all have done? We have been involved in a number of research studies uh, dating back to the late 90s, uh, which have shown some pretty impressive results for the effectiveness of homeschooling as an educational approach. Uh, the latest study confirms the previous studies, which showed that on average, homeschool students who take standardized ch- tests of academic achievement score 25 to 35 points higher than their public school or private school counterparts. That's tremendous. It is tremendous. And, you know, really, when you think about how homeschooling works, you've got loving parents, lots of one-on-one attention, mm-hmm. a safe, a supportive environment uh, where a child can really focus and engage with the material uh, without a lot of distraction it's really not hard to see how homeschooling is a far superior alternative for children uh, to learn. And it is growing. It's, all, it's legal in all 50 states, as you said. Uh, but are there any challenges uh, to parents today, uh, legally or otherwise, that you can think of? Oh, there always are. I mean, if there weren't, we wouldn't exist. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, that's why we're still here, and that's why we have over 80,000 member families who are joining uh, to protect their family, their freedoms from intrusive government officials like social workers, truancy officers, police officers, who, you know, they may get a, a, an anonymous tip that the kids are outside playing during school hours, mm-hmm. and so a truancy officer may come by and knock on the door. And who wants to be hassled by that? Nobody. So our, yeah, nobody, exactly. And So our members have a 24-7, 365-day-a-year hotline that they can call and get access to an attorney day or night. And I can tell you, uh, it often happens at night when social workers come by and knock on the door in the evening and that can be very traumatic for a family. And it's really comforting for, for them to be able to reach out by the phone and talk with somebody who's got some experience to help advise them as to what their rights are and how to deal with the circumstances that they're confronting. 
And for folks to be able to do that, they would access your uh, your website, the uh, hslda.org. Is that right? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's and, right. hslda.org is our website. Okay. And they can join there if they want to. They can get information about homeschooling. Uh, we've got a very robust website. It's probably the world's largest website I for homeschooling it's, information. It's an excellent website. And by the way, those of you that are listening, do you still, if you need more information, you can always look on our website, thehomeschoolshow.net, where you can find more information about Mike Donnelly, the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, and we'll have complete information on that. Um, you had mentioned that uh, some of sometimes there's uh, challenges. Something I've been reading about, in fact, uh, uh, HSLDA has sent me some email about the parental rights, uh, what do you call that, uh, amendment? amendment? Yeah. Yes. What's, what's going on with that uh, in that arena? Well, the parental rights amendment is it's an important issue, and we are fully supportive of it. Um, the founder of HSLDA, Mike Ferris, who's also the chancellor of Patrick Henry College, is the president of parentalrights.org, which was founded to pass an amendment to the federal constitution, the United States Constitution, to recognize parents' rights as a fundamental right under the U.S. Constitution. Today, it is recognized as a fundamental right, but that is only because the Supreme Court has, you know, opinion is that it is a fundamental right. And over the years, the court has actually weakened in, in its strength and support for parental rights as a fundamental right. And so we feel that it's really important that as parents, uh, we safeguard this understanding that the traditional family, that parents, not the government, are the ones who are responsible for and should be protected uh, in making decisions for their children. Rather, uh, and, and, so, and so that's why we feel it's necessary to pass an amendment to the Constitution to protect that for all time and for all of our uh, children and grandchildren and so forth. And currently there are a little over 100 or maybe close to 200 sponsors uh, in the Congress? You know, that's a good question. In the last Congress, there were 141, and I haven't actually um, seen what the latest number is. Okay, that's right. I'm sure that it's uh, it's 142, actually. Okay, it's 142. The new Congress. The new Congress, yeah, and it's actually in the process of being reintroduced. So we're uh, we're excited we're excited about that. You know, it reminds me of that statement. I don't remember who made it. I think maybe it was Edmund Burke. Somebody, eternal vigilance is the price of liberty. That's and, correct, yeah. and that's what our organization is founded on. That very principle. And the fact that uh, hand in hand, homeschool parents and interested uh, those interested in home making homeschooling and continue homeschooling legal and uh, uh, prospering hand in hand with Homeschool Legal Defense Association uh, can make a difference. And uh, so if folks want to know more about this uh, parental rights amendment and the issues there, is there complete information on the website? There is. They would go to parentalrights.org to get information, to sign the petition, to uh, support the organization. Uh, Passing a constitutional amendment is a huge task, and it is going to take millions of supporters with uh, resources to actually get this done. But, you know, we're very excited uh, when we see how much support there is in Congress for this idea, uh, it's very encouraging. And really, it's not. It shouldn't be so surprising. The idea that parents should be protected in making the decisions for their children is something that I think most people agree with. But the problem is our society's changing, and that's why we think now is the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to get this in the Constitution before our society changes beyond recognition, yes. and people just turn everything over to the government. When you look across the Atlantic at what's happening in Europe, you can see where things are headed for our country and why this is such an important task. And of course, uh, God's people should certainly be encouraged to pray over these matters and to pray for uh, in leadership, as Scripture commands, and to pray for you folks who are uh, sort of leading the charge 
there in the parental rights and all of the homeschool advocacy. Well, we're going to take a break here in just a few minutes, and uh, we are talking with Mike Donnelly of the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, staff attorney and director of international relations. Let's talk about uh, HSLDA's Advocates for Homeschool. That's the slogan that, uh, Mike, the, the, homeschool, the slogan that I saw on the website anyway, Advocates for Homeschool, Federal, State, Media, and Research. How is that, uh, how is that being put into play? Well, we are advocates for homeschooling. Our mission is to advance the cause of home education. We have a lot of ways that we do that. Um, you know, we serve over 80,000 member families all across the country and all over the world. And we've developed a lot of services that we can provide for people who are homeschooling. Of course, our flagship uh, you know, service is our legal uh, consultation service where people can call in and speak to our staff. We have 10 attorneys and, legal, and another 10 legal assistants, a staff of about 20, dedicated to answering questions when someone challenges the rights of our, our members to homeschool their children, whether that's a truancy officer, a social worker, a school official who's giving them a hard time over paperwork, saying that uh, they, you know, the parents need to provide them with more information than they really need to, uh, according to the law. Or it might be a parent who says, you know what, I'm done with public education, I'm taking my child out, and we're going to homeschool. And the school says, no, you're not, you can't do that. And we get involved to protect and defend those parents in court proceedings, Uh, or, you know, preferably not in court proceedings. You know, our job is to keep people out of court, but we're here to defend them if if it needs to go that far, and that's one of our flagship offerings, of course. That's great. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about uh, what does HSLDA have to offer. It's got an excellent website, and, uh, Mike, maybe you can talk to us some there about some of the things that are offered, the conferences and the magazine, the newsletters, and there's so much there. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Homeschool Show. Welcome back to The Homeschool Show. I'm glad you're with us for today's show. I want to thank Mike Donnelly, uh, the Staff Attorney, Director of International Relations uh, at Homeschool Legal Defense Association. Mike, thanks again. Um, You've been talking about the the theme of what HSLDA has to offer, advocates for homeschool in the federal level, the state level, media and research. Um, you, You folks have an excellent website. It's got news and help and advocacy, resources, shopping. Wow, there's a lot there. There's a lot there, and, uh, you know, we have a, a, a fairly good-sized staff here where we do that. Um, we also, in addition to our legal services, of course, which is one of the biggest things that we do for our members, we also provide specialist coordinators for parents who are homeschooling high schoolers, homeschooling children with special needs or struggling learners. We've got uh, a high school website. We've got homeschooling through the early years, which is from kindergarten through middle school uh, coordinator, as well as content. We have homeschooling your struggling learner. Each one of these uh, special areas has a website within our website, as well as a newsletter that people can sign up for to receive monthly, uh, sometimes more frequent encouragement, tips, ideas. They have the ability to call uh, ladies who we've got on staff here who are uh, homeschooling moms with special expertise in these areas to provide encouragement and ideas for, for parents who you know would like a little, a little help. Um, in addition to these areas, of course, we also have um, ways that people can shop for homeschooling. Uh, we have a, a clicks and perks program where people can actually donate to our homeschool foundation just by shopping. Our homeschool foundation is a uh, really wonderful outreach where we, uh, you know, distribute financial resources to needy homeschoolers all over the country, helping them with curriculum resources, providing them with grants for emergency situations for widows and single parents who are having a difficult time. Uh, The homeschool foundation donates hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to needy homeschool families, and it's a very worthy cause. 
Well, is the website you mentioned, by the way, that uh, there were things for support, is the website linked with state support groups? It is. Uh, at hslda.org, you can find state support groups, uh, state organizations. You can also find out what conferences are going on in your area. Uh, you know, HSLDA attorneys and our staff speak at these conferences. We go to conferences all over the country, about 100 every year. And if uh, you know, folks are listening and they've never been to a state homeschool conference, it's a great opportunity to get together with other homeschoolers to fellowship and, and kind of get your hands on curriculum and other supplementary materials from yes. the homeschool vendors. Mm-hmm. Well, I love going to the conferences. They are quite enjoyable. What are some of the conferences uh, that uh, HSLDA is sponsoring? We're actually sponsoring a uh, conference out in California on the Pacific called the, the Pacific uh, Super Conference. It's going to be a tremendous conference. We're going to have a presidential forum where we're hoping to get a number of the presidential candidates to come and have a debate to meet homeschoolers. We're going to have uh, Tim LaHaye and his wife Beverly are going to be speaking there. Uh, Mike Ferris is going to be speaking there. Um, it's going to be, I think, uh, one of the um, one of the uh, entertainers, Thor Ramsey, I think, is a, is a homeschool dad and a comedian who's going to be there. It's going to be a tremendous conference. So people who are listening who are on the West Coast, they're not going to want to miss that conference. But we go to other conferences all over the country. I'm speaking in uh, Chicago and uh, Massachusetts this year, and, and my colleagues are going all over the country. We we love getting out and meeting with homeschoolers, talking with them and encouraging them face-to-face, as well as you know on the phone and, and through our letters. And, and also our Court Report magazine is a great resource yeah, that, six times a year. Is that the bi-monthly? Oh, it's not a bi-monthly. Well, yeah, a bi-monthly magazine is called the Homeschool Court Report? Yes, the, co- the Court Report. And it's, uh, it's just a very well-done uh, magazine that has encouraging articles, uh, also has a feature called Across the State so that people can see what's going on in, in other states with regard to homeschooling. It's a great publication that people get, and it's a benefit of membership when they join. I've noticed that uh, there are uh, newsletters, weekly updates, alerts by email. How often do those come out? Well, the, well, the alerts come out whenever necessary. You know, we do spend a lot of our time looking at state legislatures. Uh, we, we review over 6,000 pieces of legislation out of 100,000 that are, in, that are uh, introduced every year in the state legislature. Uh, legislatures. And when those touch on homeschooling, we put, the, we put that information up on our website. Each state has its own website at HSLDA okay. where people can go and learn what is going on in their state legislature with regard to homeschooling. And when there's action needed, we'll send out an alert and ask for people to take action to defend their freedom or to support freedom if there's a bill that we think uh, is going to be an improvement for homeschoolers like we do have, as I said earlier, in New Hampshire and Minnesota. It's very important to be uh aware of what's going on in your state. I noticed also on the website there's uh, webinars and contests for homeschoolers that uh, folks can participate in. Well, you know, the webinars is something that I really like. It was um, something that I was involved with getting started here at HSLDA, and it's a tremendous resource for parents who are out in the middle of nowhere or who have a busy schedule and just aren't able to get to support group meetings or, uh, you know, who need a little bit of encouragement. We've got um, hundreds of, of webinars online seminars. We call them events. Events, Uh, okay. Yeah, at-home events. Events you can watch at home with great speakers. Um, You know, people they would, uh, you know, Lou Priolo, uh, who's a tremendous Christian author who's written some just great books on biblical parenting. Uh, Mike Smith, our president, has done a number of webinars. People can learn about how to homeschool in their state. Uh, They can get resources and, and talks from people from all over the country with great experience. And these are not just an, uh, something where you hear, hear the person, you actually see the speaker. It's a video webinar, and uh, some of them are free, some of them are very economical. Uh, it's a tremendous resource for people to be able to plug in and get some support with a topic or an area where they need it right then, right there, at home. And you also have a Curriculum Market. It's an auction site for used books. Yeah, it's, a, it's great. You know, for, for, you know, we've got uh, about 15,000, 16,000 members there who are auctioning off their resources. And we started that back when eBay said they weren't going to let people 
uh, sell teachers' manuals. I remember that. Yeah, and so we started the curriculum market so that our members could sell and, and, and homeschoolers could buy used curriculum. Uh, and so we got a lot of people who uh, you know, sell their used curriculum and other people who benefit from buying used curriculum on our curriculum market. So you know, if, it is, if it has to do with homeschooling, you're probably going to find something about it on our website. Well, Mike, we're out of time for our show today. I appreciate you so much being on the show with us and talking about Homeschool Legal Defense Association. We've been uh, enjoying the fellowship with Mike Donnelly, staff attorney for Member Affairs, director of International Relations, Homeschool Legal Defense Association. Thanks for coming on. And, Thanks, uh, Greg. Thank you. God bless you. You're very welcome. That's all we have time for today here at the Homeschool Show. Don't forget to join us on the homeschoolshow.net.